Hey, Scooby Squad, welcome to Puppy Dog Tales, where we share amazing true stories about man's best friend. I'm Hannah. And I'm Annika. And today we're finally bringing you the rest of Ivan's story. Sorry. We're We're sorry, guys. We, yeah, editing is hard. We've, the sound was a big problem and, you know, we didn't want to put out something that was like unlistenable. So it was bad. Like, yeah, I took like three days trying to fix the sound. Yeah. So we eventually were just like, we're just gonna re-record it and it'll be okay. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. So, part two today. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Hopefully. What? Business. Yeah. So, not a whole lot. Just, you know, thank you guys for being patient with us during our unplanned hiatus that's that's what i was trying to say and the words were gone on another Mm. note that's similar to that there's 17 days left of school which correlates very well with the number of brain cells that i have remaining yeah yeah uh, right there with you (laughs) it's definitely a thing like at the end of the school year teachers just like yeah we like lose the ability to remember where things are or like what words are how, what how to how to teach how to person yeah how to yeah how mm-hmm. to talk to students i mean no that much i got like i can i can hang in there yeah enough no, i'm joking I'm for joking. that but I it's like job. but it's like the other things that go away like mm-hmm. i can't tell you how many times i've tried to unlock my house with like my school keys mm-hmm. and it doesn't work I think, Which is weird. I think but. this year is extra hard for me because yeah. of all of the stuff that I'm not used to with elementary. Yeah, that makes sense. And I'm going back to middle school. Yay! So that'll be good. Yeah. Um. But yeah. But but yeah. we're a, we're a dog podcast, not a not a teaching not podcast, a teaching podcast. So it's just you know I have a small anecdote too. to share about Sadie because it's getting out of control. Literally every time I walk this dog, sitting before us because she's right here in the corner beside me, beside Annika because she loves her most. Yeah, yep. She she gets the zoomies <laughs> on every single walk I take her on, at yeah. least once, usually Aww. twice. It is getting insane. <laughs> she there are, there are like four patches of grass that if we go by those particular ones, she gets the zoomies. <laughs> I wonder what it is about that particular Patrick. I don't know. That's funny. Yes, she. <laughs> She's staring off in a very existential manner she at the is. moment, so it's it's adding to the comedy yeah. of her zoomies. Um, when we said something about like finally bringing you the rest of Ivan's story, she was like, mm. like she like made a little noise, like she was mad <laughs> about how long it's taken. So, mm-hmm. anyways, so Sadie's we'll go ahead too. and jump into part two of Ivan's story get your tissues ready because I yeah it's a lot of emotions it is a lot of emotions I I mean again like I've read this book like I I don't even know how many times and I cry every time so yeah I cried in reading this so that tells you something yeah, yeah. but the last time 
when we recorded i did not cry so that's true we got close yeah she got close i well you know it's fine all right so where we left off because it's been a hot minute Mm -hmm. so we left off in the year 1994 i was three i was two and people were outraged by the conditions that ivan was living in so just a reminder he's living in an actual shopping mall basically a jail cell yeah um i said jail cell (laughs) (laughs) welcome to end of the year for teachers um yeah but yeah so he's living in not the greatest conditions he cannot go outside he has no other gorillas which is horrible for gorilla behavior Mm -hmm. um they're very social animals so it's just yeah it's just terrible um and people are again like they're protesting there was one organization literally filed like a um endangered species act right yes so again people are outraged at his conditions they're starting to protest their one organization filed a like a violation of the endangered species act on ivan's behalf mm-hmm. and at this point too i don't know if i said this in part one or not but the the mall, the BNI store, is starting to lose a lot of money. They're mm-hmm. starting to go bankrupt. And so at this point, they also just like they can't afford the upkeep of these animals. Um, I mean, gorillas yeah. eat a ton of food. They eat a lot. Like it's like it's know, a lot of money to yeah, afford all their food. We talked about it. Did we? Part okay. One, I think I, like I think how they're, so. they're herbivores that yes. are, have a heavy very dense muscle mass yes a lot they eat a ton the owners of the bni department store decide to donate him to the woodland park zoo in seattle and it wasn't necessarily in the other things that i read but i assume that they donated the other animals that were living there as well oh yeah eventually so the woodland park zoo eventually loaned him out on a permanent loan to zoo atlanta which is obviously in atlanta georgia so when ivan was living in the mall zoo atlanta had taken in a gorilla who had also lived in solitude for about 25 years and his name was willie b he through the gorilla program at zoo atlanta he was able to transition into becoming a successful silverback and a very happy member of his troop um he had even been able to you know father little baby gorillas through their program they'd have a they'd had a succession of births from their program and so because of this the gorilla species survival plan allowed him to be on loan to zoo atlanta so the people at woodland park zoo were looking for a permanent home for him and zoo atlanta was just the perfect fit with how well they had done with willie b and the other gorillas there they just they knew that zoo atlanta was a good spot for ivan where he'd be able to you know if not fully rehabilitate Mm -hmm. you know at least be able to live out his life in a place that was going to and encourage him to interact with other gorillas provide him opportunities for enrichment and going yeah. outside and and all of that so Being you know like normal normal a normal ish yeah. yeah normal you know as normal as can be mm-hmm. if you have never gone outside in 30 years 
Oh my God. I know. So at Zoo Atlanta, Ivan was able to go outside for the first time in again, 30 years. Wow. And he was at first very overwhelmed. I can only imagine. Oh yeah, sensory overload. There's so many things outside that you're not used to if you've been indoors all day. Like, just think about going to like a new place. Yeah, right. Just going to a new place is a lot. So he's been in one place Mm -hmm. all the time. Yeah, for thirty years. Yeah, yeah. So he wasn't used to the sun on his back. I know, which is just like the most basic of things like he was not used to sun mm-hmm. he was not used to the feel of grass under his feet if that in itself doesn't just like prove that like no matter how much they yeah. said they loved him like that that's torture i don't know it does and it's hard because like like i agree with you but it is hard because it just they did not know at the time get it but it i know but it shouldn't kind of get it but right. I, also it feels very black and white to me yeah like it feels very much you should get prosecuted for the way you treated this animal and i think you know I think there are now are laws in place now mm-hmm. where they would be. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's, you know, the times they, they didn't. Yeah. They didn't know. They didn't have the research. And yeah. Mm-hmm. But and I'm glad that that's been done and that there are things in place now to protect animals. And definitely. And zoos like, you know, I mean, I can't. I can't rave enough about the North Carolina Zoo. Um, There's zoos like the North Carolina Zoo that their goal is for the betterment of the animals that live there, not the visitors. Mm -hmm. He, another thing he was not accustomed to do, like grass being wet, like dew on the grass. I mean, even wind, like we don't really think about wind, but even like he was not used to any of that. And he was especially not used to other gorillas. Yeah. So it, it took a lot of time to get him acquainted with some of the other gorillas. And I'm not sure, it talks about this in the book. And I know for a fact that Catherine Alp- Applegate, the author of The One and Only Ivan, I know that she did her research. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm. this sounds extremely plausible to me, but in the book, when he gets to the zoo for the first time, they yeah. he talks about watching a TV with other gorillas and he would just watch this Aww. little program of gorillas yeah. and those were the gorillas that were outside and that he would wow. meet in his habit in his enclosure and so i don't like a hundred percent know that they did that but like that sounds extremely plausible to me that they oh, would yeah. do something like that mm-hmm. to kind of get him familiar with the idea of these gorillas and let him observe them for a little bit or maybe they were like maybe it was like watching them through glass but like ivan described it as a tv and the book in the book it was definitely described as he a tv because like in the book he had a tv in his domain which is his cage um but yeah i mean so but you know i'm sure that they did whatever they could to make sure that ivan felt comfortable and took the time that he needed to get acquainted with the other other gorillas and eventually he did he would flirt with some of the lady gorillas into atlanta you go Um, ivan deserve it yeah (laughs) yeah yeah um he never made it though and he never sired any babies oh yeah unfortunately yeah i can't get over it 
Right. I know. There's so much trauma in his background. Like, he doesn't know what guerrilla behavior looks like anymore. Like, he doesn't know how to interact with them. Like, it's it's tough with a lot of these, like, slightly older cases. Mm -hmm. Like, Ivan and um, Pal, where it's like, Ivan's been abused in this, like, much more horrendous way. Yeah, absolutely. But animal actors, like were definitely abused back in the day as well yeah um it's so hard to be able to just be like we have we can't it's so hard to let go and just be like i can't change the past i know but we can't but yeah so he unfortunately he never fully bonded with the other gorillas i think that they at least like the other gorillas i think accepted him you know like they kind of accepted that okay like this guy's a little different but he's he's part of our he's true guy in class yeah and yeah but overall he was able to get to a place where he was interacting with other gorillas um that's good he ended up making a lot of good connections at the zoo though with the humans around him which makes perfect sense a lot of sense makes perfect sense so he was able to yeah he was able to bond with his caretakers and this brings us to like the sweetest thing and this is a huge part of the book the one and only ivan Mm -hmm. it's a huge part ivan loved to paint oh my god he loved it i know he loved to paint you can actually like buy copies of his prints still Uh like copies of his artwork and like Mm -hmm. i desperately need there's like one of them you can download it as like a phone wallpaper and i need it yeah it's cute i need it (laughs) um yeah so ivan's keeper said that most gorillas if they were given a canvas they'd just break it they're strong (laughs) they're strong buddies yeah (laughs) they'd just break it Uh, ivan knew how to be gentle with it so sometimes they would just give him the canvas sometimes he just did paper but a lot of times they would give him the full canvas to paint on yeah um he sometimes painted with his fingers his lips or even his tongue <laughs> oh, oh my <laughs> which is cute. yeah i'm sure it was you know safe for <laughs> yes my dog is chillax and she loves this story oh yeah she's, she's upside like, down on yeah, her back on her back it's <laughs> so cute anyway sorry so yeah so sometimes he would paint with you know various body parts i guess um lips tongues fingers <laughs> i'm sure some toes oh yeah got in there but they eventually made they made a pvc pipe attached to a paintbrush that he could then use to paint um, nice so to start off with painting just kind of copying his paint his keepers as he painted so you know they would have a little paint palette and a piece of paper or a canvas and they'd paint something and then he'd paint something that's so cool yeah and then eventually his keepers were able to just hold out like a little paint palette with lots of colors on it and he would point to which colors he wanted to use so then the keepers would just they would put a little bit onto his canvas for him and he would paint oh um so cute and he actually has through this they actually found out his favorite color yeah (laughs) so ivan's favorite color was red he would pick red every single time 
Like every time he would pick red. I'm the Wolfpack fan. Yeah. On it. <laughs> so eventually they started, they like eventually had to like leave red out of the color options because he would only choose red. And they were like, okay, we need some like variation in here. Yeah. Oh, because that was all he would choose. That's um, cute. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's so cute. So Ivan spent 18 years at Zoo Atlanta before wow. he passed away at the age of 50 on August 20th, 2012. So crazy. Like I was, I was there, like I was in Atlanta. Yeah. Literally I could see the zoo. I know. I so wish that oh I God. had been able to go to Zoo Atlanta. Yeah. But my high school trip was to go to the aquarium, not to the zoo. Which is still like... The Atlanta Aquarium is... Yeah, no, no, no. It, no like, we need to go back so bad. Oh, my God. The only regret I have is that I didn't get to see Ivan. But I like, know. Me too. Yeah, he was right there. I was there in 2010. I know. Ivan, again, passed away at the age of 50. But the average lifespan of a male gorilla in zoos is about 32 and a half years. Wow. So, 50 is a really solid really long life for yeah. a gorilla and it's just sad to know that you know the majority of that long life that he had was spent just yeah, basically in a cage basically in a cage yeah. yeah the world's oldest gorilla though i found out was named ozzy and Ooh. he lived at zoo atlanta until he was 61. wow yeah so is that even the, longer is that the gorilla that has the grandson now or grand grand girl okay no but i was gonna mention that so yeah i saw it's actually kind of cool that we're re-recording because like i i think it was like the day after the ivan up ivan part two was supposed mm -hmm. to come out i saw something on my phone about a baby gorilla being born i think at zoo atlanta um yeah. And he's like Willie B's grandson. That's and so right. I think that his name is Willie B Jr. Oh, he's so cute. That's precious. Yeah, I might need to send like a picture, put a picture of that like on Instagram. Yeah. I'm it. looking, hold on, I'm going to look that up. Okay, I was wrong. So, um, yeah, so this was Monday, April 24th, but I didn't see the notification until later. Oh, okay. But. So it's not Willie B. Jr. It's Willie B. Jr.'s first child. Yeah. Wow. So this is Willie B.'s grandson. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's so sweet. That's um, cool. I'm trying to figure out what they named it. Oh, my gosh. Give me a minute. Okay. So I couldn't find what the new baby's name is. Mm -hmm. um, and I actually couldn't even see, like, what the sex of him, of the baby is. So, anyway, so I don't know if it's Willie, Willie B. Jr., but Willie B. Jr.'s, yeah, Willie B.'s son, Willie B. Jr., is this uh, little buddy's dad. So, cool. That's so sweet. That's anyway, cute. I'll have to post pictures because, like, so cute. <laughs> anyway, I wanted to talk a little bit about Ivan's legacy. Mm -hmm. So... The BNI Circus store is now known as the BNI Marketplace, and it's very different than what it was when Ivan was there. Um, That's good. From what I can see, it's like pretty much a normal, more of a normal mall. There's no no animals there, no exotic offerings like they used to have, which is a good thing. That's a positive change. In 2016, a statue of Ivan was revealed in Tacoma at the 
point defiant zoo and aquarium to honor ivan because that's where you know that's where he lived the majority of his life yeah again like we know that he wasn't treated very fairly but i mean he had a ton of people in tacoma washington that were advocating for him fighting for him that truly did love him and he had a lot of people that had seen him and were fans Mm -hmm. um and then of course we've mentioned this a ton i cannot recommend this book enough as a teacher as an animal lover i human as a human person (laughs) i cannot recommend this book enough seriously if you've never read the one and only ivan go do it like even like i know you know the story now because i've told you but like it's still worth it you'll still love it Mm -hmm. i promise if my students are listening i have the book in the classroom and and you can yeah if if miss jackson students are listening you can come and grab a copy of mine at some point when i'm done reading it with my kids thanks um yeah so the one and only ivan was written by Catherine applegate and i read in an interview with her that she said she wanted to give ivan a voice and wanted to give him mm-hmm. someone to protect. Um, so in the book, yeah. there's like a little baby elephant yeah. that he's charged with protecting and getting her to, you know, a safe place, a better place. Um, and Bob. And then Bob. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And then there's the one in Lily Bob, which is not really the sequel. It's more of like a like kind of a sequel, kind of a spinoff well, Bob's of the one in, and only Ivan. In Ivan. Say what? Well, Bob's also in Ivan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he's I love Bob. So, yes, please go read that book. Let me know how much you loved it. I'm not even going to say if you loved it, because that's not even a question. Oh, yeah, the question um, is how much. Yeah. Yes, because I'm obsessed. We're reading it right now, and we just got to... There's, like, a sad part in the middle that we just got to. Oh, no. And, yeah. Anyway, there's also the movie starring Brian Cranston, and it's so good. It's fairly similar to the book. There are it's some... good. There's some. There's a couple actually like pretty big differences, but the big stuff they get right. Like yeah, that's true. I can't remember the actor who voices Ivan, but he does such a good job of giving Ivan a voice. Oh yeah. He yeah he does a really good job capturing like Ivan's voice and you know kind of like when I'm reading it like that's the voice that I imagine in my head like Aww. it's perfect. Yeah. Um, so yeah we're i'm gonna watch the movie with my students at the end of the year that's our plan um so yeah go watch it and then i think the most important part of ivan's legacy is he through the book through the movie became and honestly you know even before that like in the early 90s when people were protesting he became a international advocate for gorillas and gorilla conservation yeah he has inspired children all across the globe to learn about gorillas and learn about how to help gorillas um, and understand gorillas and it was so sweet because at some point like we were reading about you know in the book it talks about how when a silverback beats his chest it means that you know he's warning his troop he's warding off danger that kind of thing and so one of my somebody when i was talking to them about the one and only Ivan started beating their chest and my kids were like don't do that if you're at the zoo you can't do that because that's gonna make them feel threatened and you don't want that it was so cute so sweet yeah so the book also helps to teach children about you know gorilla behavior and yeah just so he just he's become an an advocate for gorillas around the globe without even knowing it so yeah 
So since Ivan got a lot of enrichment time painting, we thought we would share an idea on how to paint with your dog for some enrichment. Yeah. Since no one of you have grumble doggies, you can use your real doggy. No, I hope uh, you don't have grumble doggies. Don't, don't, don't have grumble doggies. Don't have a pet gorilla. It's illegal. Uh, yes, it should be. Yeah, No, it is. I know, and it should be. <laughs> <laughs> so you can paint with your doggy by putting some paint on a canvas just dots of paint mm -hmm. are good however much you want whatever colors you want you might well, okay like you might even could let your dog choose the color like yeah. obviously like not with like the paint being opened but yeah have them yeah. like knows which colors they want yeah that'd be cute yeah yeah so after you put the paint on the canvas put the canvas in a bag is a good ziplock bag with like the good zipper yes make it yeah flatten it out so there's no air bubbles like those good like freezer bags yeah that's yeah, what i'm yeah. talking about then put a high value treat like peanut butter or applesauce or something food. spreadable yeah so yeah something can spread around on the outside of the bag then you're gonna take it somewhere where it's not gonna get too messy <laughs> we're gonna try this soon out in we are my backyard yeah um we have plans to do it Yes. as soon as possible uh, and then let your dog lick the treat off like the peanut butter and they'll they'll keep going until it's all gone which will spread the paint around yeah and have a doggy painting yeah yeah and guys enrichment is so important for um our dogs especially if yeah you're away all day their their brains are still going mm -hmm. um and you don't want them to get destructive so Correct. other ideas are like a fabric not maze which i think you yeah so fabric not maze i think i saw this like on instagram or maybe tiktok or something but what you do is you take like something old that you don't care about so like scraps of an old blanket maybe or old dish towels i think was what i saw what it was in the tiktok so you like you put it out flat you put some treats in there roll it up do that with a couple of you know fabric pieces and tie it all up into a giant knot and then just let your dog go to town it gets them sniffing which is sniffing is extremely good for dogs brains that might yes. be like a segment at some point oh yeah um yeah sniffing is extremely important for them for their mental health and they just you know they have to figure out how to get the treats out of the knot um, just you know if you have a dog like mine especially just make sure to supervise your dog like there's a lot of things a lot of toys where you could just throw it in their crate and they're gonna be fine yeah. this is not one of those no but yeah so that's something again i kind of want to try with buffy too yeah another one is like is uh something that my mom used to make for our guide dog puppies was water bottle sleeves mm -hmm. she would like my mom knit a lot so i think it was knitting she would knit around a water bottle and then empty out the water and this would just be like something crinkly underneath fabric yeah because we couldn't give guide dogs like everyday household items to chew on mm. so we didn't want them to know that it was a water bottle so okay so yeah. like disguised basically just to nice. disguise it but also like it created a fun couple of fun textures yeah and, yeah sometimes she would like put a little bit of water in the bottle and then freeze it and so then it'd be icy and that like crunchy mm -hmm. texture and yeah. the fabric on top of it 
and yeah, it just keeps their brains engaged. Another one that we do every time we're out for a while, like on Tuesdays, Xavier works and Wednesdays, it works in the office. Mm -hmm. um, and if we don't take Xavier to doggy daycare, then we get a little up. restless. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, we saw that today. Yeah. But we, but we help abate some of that by putting all her food, her breakfast in a Kong and um, putting something like applesauce in there and freezing it so it takes her a long time to like lick it all out mm -hmm. and then the kong is made in a way so that they have to kind of roll it around a little bit yeah to get everything out so it keeps her busy for a while on a on a day where she doesn't get to be yeah out as often and kongs are definitely like a lot of this most of the stuff on here on this little list that we made is like it needs to be supervised but the kongs kongs are so great because you can again you can just toss mm -hmm. it in the crate before you leave and they're gonna be fine like yeah. it's just their food and then like a nice hard i think it's is it silicone yeah silicone. yeah silicone yeah. that they can chew on and it's gonna be fine so yeah. and, and even my dog who <laughs> can tear anything apart oh my god in seconds yeah cannot tear apart those kongs so yeah. it's safe it has also, been buffy tested yeah also don't don't sleep on the nyla bones guys mm -hmm. um, nyla bones the, are good because you can leave your dog alone as long as it's the proper size um you can yeah. leave your dog alone with the nyla bone yeah because some of the time sometimes like the rawhides and those kind of bones aren't safe to leave your dog alone with right because it's not tendon. digestible yeah yeah or yeah. yeah yeah my dog tends to get you know depending on your dog all dogs are different but mine does tend to get a little bored with the nyla bones kind of quickly mm -hmm. but but yeah she's i don't think she's ever gotten bored with the kongs yeah because there's food inside yeah <laughs> <laughs> there's that um another thing so they're okay so we love us a bark box we do you know my dog we do the super chewer she got i think there was one recently it was some sort of like coral reef box Aww, um that's cute and that's i love bark box because it's like themed this is not even an ad by the way like we need a sponsor i know we need a yeah we're gonna talk to them at some point <laughs> but not even an ad but yeah we love it because it's like themed each month and um i think one was coral reef and she got this little toy that has like you can put little treats in there and she like i just put like five treats in there yesterday it occupied her for like a whole hour which wow. is a lot for, for a my lot dog buff. <laughs> buff, is buffy's attention span can be pretty short it can <laughs> oh it can yeah, but also we... like she can rip things apart in seconds so like there's a lot of times where things lose her attention just because she's like i already i already did that like yeah, i already broke it that's true <laughs> we we stopped sadie's bark box like and sometimes i'm like maybe i should restart it again yeah like but she also like she's not as tough on toys yeah but she's also not a huge fan of a lot of stuffed toys so mm -hmm. like it's hard to know like do we get her the super chewer do we get her the regular box right but yeah i digress but they do it's have enrichment it's great yeah it's yeah. good enrichment especially because like if they get tired of some toys there's a new one coming there's new ones coming right you got new ones every month so mm -hmm. yeah um all right well thank you guys so much for listening do we need to rate ivan again i mean probably not but you know just ivan gets a whole red room 
Oh, because that's his favorite color. Yeah. And yeah. red paints with it so we can paint it even more red. <laughs> Except, no, I don't want it to be a room. Because oh, I don't want him... Unless he wants he to He gets like there. a wall of his enclosure that he gets to paint. Which is something there that happens is. in the book. He like gets mud and like paints yes. like a wall of his enclosure. Again, that's in the book. Don't know if it happened in real life, but oh, can I tell you something I learned? <laughs> Sorry. Excited voice. Okay. Oh, okay. I got to tell you something I learned. And again, I didn't know this until recently mm -hmm. um so at ivan's memorial service they had a memorial for him Catherine applegate was there again oh. and she she said that they were telling you know her his keepers were telling stories about ivan and one of the things that his keeper said <laughs> was that he liked to wear sombreros <laughs> and i could not I find a picture so i swear much. i looked so hard for a picture of ivan wearing a sombrero i could not find one anywhere oh my god so i would give ivan a sombrero <laughs> yes a red sombrero so cute yes of that course that's awesome my dad had a sombrero oh i love I that yeah yeah so ivan absolutely love some rares all right well <laughs> <laughs> thanks so much for listening um keep you can listening. find us yeah keep listening we are gonna get back on schedule hopefully fingers crossed toes crossed paws crossed i don't know hopefully Paul we pass. have figured out all of our sound so, issues yeah. so we're gonna be back on track back on schedule so you can find us on instagram at puppy dog tails pod nice um email us a story or you know just chat with us um at puppy dog tails pod at gmail.com yep um and if you want to support gorilla conservation you can always donate to the world wildlife foundation or find a local zoo that supports conservation yeah in the meantime keep calm and wag, wag on, on.